Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is going to be episode 35. Uh, this is going to be a very, very special episode before Super Bowl weekend. I got my boys Frank and Chinook from the podcast, No Father, No Problem. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, Mega Man? How you doing, bro? Oh, man, I'm like, it was, I'm just glad I'm here, man. I'm, I'm, I, it, it's raining cats and dogs out there, dude. Yeah, you had to sail your way here, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like thinking, like, oh, I'm going to be late, I'm going to be late, but... It's I got here, dude. It was it's easy. I thought it was gonna be far. I thought I was gonna go. Might as well go to Ontario since I'm at it. <laughs> when, when it's raining that that bad, bro, you just gotta get there in one piece, you know. Yeah, yeah, and everything. It it didn't take me that long to get over here. It was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Once the rain stopped, when I got to the Whittier, it was perfect, dude. Perfect, perfect. It's cool. Glad you made it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, you know, we got when you were on your way down here, we get those alerts like the the, the Amber alert, the, ha- the hazard, like, the hazard alert. It's like it's coming now. Cats and dogs are like, damn. I hope he makes it. You know. I know. Well, I got here and stuff, and uh, I'm I'm here. Hey, but uh, I'm glad that I, you guys invite me to your place and stuff. And then, I mean, uh, ever since uh, Alpha Robles had you guys, you know, had on his podcast, uh, you don't care, bro. It's like, dude, you guys are funny. I appreciate that. Think so. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I it's something fresh. I hear. I have about. I hear about sixty three different podcasts. Yeah. And I have people be like, here, hear my podcast. Hear mine. Hear mine. And uh, it's just like I hear this the same old, same old. But you guys have the one thing I like about you guys. It's uh, you guys have good stories from Islos. Oh yeah. You you know what? We we've known each other so long that we got stories from being single to. Baptizing kids to Frankie was the best man at my wedding, so they go off. Oh, really? From, yes. From, 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 from really, really dirty stories to wholesome <laughs> church stories, you know. So you know, we we we, we get uh, tell stories in a wide spectrum, you know, from R to PG. Damn, that's. I was like, yeah, I was hearing. It's like, man, I can relate to that because you have our East Los. I have kind of like my Wilmington, Long Beach, kind of like my Northern Cal area, like stories and stuff like that. And it's it's entertaining. It's like it's fun, fun, fun. Dude, and uh, not only uh, I've known this guy for a long time, and I think uh, one thing about he and I is that we always have a, a funny side to every situation, even though it's bad, you know? It just, I don't know if you, you, you get like a, like a tough skin growing up in a neighborhood like that. Yeah. Because nothing faces you after a while, and like, you'll yeah. see the, the funny side no matter what happens, you know? Yeah. Um, well, like, were you guys, what, what city are you guys in from East Los? Where are you guys from? We were from East LA, and we were from, we want to say, we were east of Boyle Heights, okay. South of City Terrace, okay. Um, and I think it would. Be, I think we would be like just south of City Terrace, right, Frankie? Yes, that'd be a good spot to put it. Mm-hmm. So we're we're right in the center, and we're we're we were like six blocks away from what would be Boyle Heights because what separates uh, East LA from Boyle Heights is Indiana. The That's county line. The county know, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The county yeah. line. Yeah. yeah, I was over there maybe like a month or two ago went to Sarah's Market. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Where's that? I think it's on Terrence Drive. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like over there. They City Terrace? City Terrace, I think, yeah. yeah. Around mm-hmm. like by the freeway. It's right there by the hills. Yes. There's like a little market where they have nothing but like a good craft beer. It's like a little market. You can't sit down. You have to eat food outside. And they have like different kinds of foods. Like they have barbecue one day, then the carne asada one day. That's or cool. sometimes I'm over there because I go to the craft beer breweries, uh, indie breweries in Boyle Heights. You got uh, Angel Cities. Uh, you got uh, what you might call like uh, Boomtowns. You got Munford. I'm I'm in the whole craft. Beer you know scene. where the Angel Cities Brewery is? Yes. Uh, there's a little bar behind it, Barbara's. 
Okay, pretty yeah. sick in the little loft area. Okay. That's pretty neat. It's like a little hole in the wall place. Before, uh, before Koreatown? Or? Before Koreatown on Main Street. Yeah, yeah. There's like, it's all warehouses. So you would drive, uh, I don't even know the street name. Um, Tra it, tra uh, traction? I think it's probably Traction. Uh -huh. But, uh, you know, the UPS is right there. Oh, okay. And so it's like one of our after work hangouts. We drive into the loft area. Uh -huh. And uh, Barbara's, man, you know, it's a, it's a nice place to just Mexican hang out. Mexican food or... No, it's a it's a bar, American uh, okay. bar. You know, like uh, most people are blonde in there. <laughs> you're like, am I in the hood or what? Oh, you're in the, you're in history land. Oh, you're pretty yeah, much, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Hipsters are vegan girls. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the that's artist how... district they call it, right? Yeah, artsy. Yeah. It's that kind of little fancy. Yeah. It's nice, man. So it's a nice hangout. You know, it's an excuse to raise prices. I guess. Right? <laughs> I think yeah. That's... So you're a, a craft beer guy. Craft beer, yeah. Oh, okay, so you're more about quality than quantity, right? Yeah, because I mean, back in the day. Um, I used to, I got crazy. I used to drink liquor, wine, like, like Coronas, like smearing all that stuff. And, uh, what happened was, well, let's go back. If you guys, you know, we have time. I started drinking a lot of craft beers and everything. I mean, uh, like Heineken's Coronas and all that stuff. But I think what happened was, is when before, after I got my two DUIs, I kind of like took a, like, you know, avenge where I just like, I kind of sobered up. For you know, just to you know, and uh, some guys like, hey, you want you want to have a beer? It's like I don't know. It's like no, it's a craft beer. It's a brewery. So I started drinking uh, breweries. Like, how long did you guys make this? Like, it's like six, eight months. Like, yeah, but it's like yeah, but when you drink it, don't drink it like you're drinking at a party. Just drink it because you know, it's like like it's almost like drinking wine. Mm -hmm. Like we took taste and everything and stuff, and I was like, in the way how he talked about it, like. He was like, oh, my God, this beer is so good. It's like everything. So, yeah, but just take your time. Don't get too crazy. And notice that little by little, the craft beer scene was just blowing up. Yeah. And I've been like, I've been so fascinated because uh, I'm going to go to school this year to make my own craft beer. Mm -hmm. My dream is to have one day to have my own brewery. Okay. But this is like a dream before I die or something. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man beer, that'd be sick, bro. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? I, I heard you with... Um, the, the podcast you did with Beer Thug Life yeah Beer Thug Life and usually when you go and you interview somebody usually you're kind of just getting information from him hearing yeah. what he's got to say yeah. you were able to hold your own in the conversation because yeah. you know you knew exactly what he was talking about yeah. you were not just there as a spectator yeah. you were able to you know punch back too yeah. you know that was pretty good yeah. what happened that. was with him I met him because he has a friend um uh, he has a brewery uh, called Hogs Canyon, and uh, you know I met them at a Long Beach Beer Lab. Uh, shout out to Levi from Long Beach Beer Lab. He's like the Willy Wonka's of craft beers, okay. and I met him. I was like, "Who's Beer Thug Life?" And he was super cool and everything. And I followed him, and then we started talking back and forth and everything. And this guy, Beer Thug Life, Edgar, shout out to Edgar from Beer Thug Life. He's blowing up the scene. He's gonna make. He's trying to make his own brewery one day in in Compton. Mm. There is no brewery out there because uh, you know with everything with the minorities with you know the uh, the black people the uh, blacks are having their own breweries. The women are just are good brewers and they're just coming up. Mm. You know, like the I'll give I'll give one brewery. It's in Inglewood called Three Rivers. It's owned by two women. They're 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 founders and they brew their own beers. And they're just blowing cool. up the scene. And Edgar, like Beer Thug Life, man, he's just, he's tearing it up. He's doing collabs with, maybe, you know, one day with Aerolodge Brewery, Blueprint uh, Breweries in Pennsylvania, uh, Sandbox Brewery. They're just yes. everywhere. So That's I'm neat, following man. his journey. Yeah, it was easy to relate to him because when he speaks, I go, hey, that guy just sounds just like me, man. He's good. Yeah, man, he's good. I, I, I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. like, I understood every word he said. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to put out a dictionary. Well, I'm not nothing. a beer guy, so that was a, that was a tough lesson for me. Uh -huh. uh, I'm the guy that shotguns beers, you know, uh -huh. no matter what kind of beer it is. Because uh, Frank the Tank I don't style, know, yeah. right? Uh, I used to be that. 
I Frank to, the Tank's retired, but that's that's me, you know. I used to be like that. So man. now I just I'm a hard liquor guy because I oh, like, I, can't do I, that, I got dude. no taste buds for beer, man. Like yeah, I used to drink like a lot of liquor and stuff, like Jack Daniels. My favorite, my favorite liquor was wild turkey. Oh damn, yes. that's, wild turkey, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. wild turkey and cranberry. Oh nice. I used to do like uh, brandy and coke, uh-huh. or straight brandy. You know, I used to, like, what about Jamesons? Jameson at times, but you know what? I used to shotgun everything, so even bottles, bro. Like, I can't do that, man. It was sick. I was savage, man. I used to drink beer, liquor, wine. I was like, by the time, and I was, I wouldn't go. To, I would go straight to work. No I was, way. And I would sweat, and the pores would come out. Man. <laughs> oh, I was man. like, dude, I would get, I'll go, go to the, get off the bars at two and be work at six. <laughs> That's savage with no sleep. Yes, you know, you know two podcasts ago, we talked about one time I got so wasted. My friend Chinook here and my cousin Danny, they dropped me off at work. I know, I saw. <laughs> I clocked in, I laid down, and I got up, clocked out, and they picked me up, you know? Yeah. Like, that's how bad it was. I mean, nobody noticed, you know? Yeah. But you know what? I, I, you just said right now is, you say you drink at 2 a.m. and then go to work. I, I see you, you work nights right now. Overnights, yeah. O- overnights, and I see you get out around 6 or 7? Sometimes, if, if from Monday through Fridays, if my kids have schools because my work, but it's just sometimes I, they want me, do you want to stay? But but the traffic, well, the reason why I work, I could work 9 or 8 hours, whatever, but it's the traffic going back to work. Mm. It's 10 minutes, it's like 5 or 10 minutes to go back home, but it's an hour to come go back to work mm. because of traffic because everyone's going to 7th Street, going to Orange County, 605, yes. and all that. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, was, I was seeing that, and then 10 minutes later, you're doing a podcast. How do you do a podcast exhausted? What, I, I, I see you got some good work ethics because I, I, I couldn't pull that off. This is the situation I had today. I'll, I'll be very blunt with this. Me and my girl, we had a little discussion, little, you know, because you know, I'm going to have a baby in September. Oh, so, congratulations. Thanks. And uh, I already know, like, her moods and everything where it's like, you need to go get some sleep. It's like, I can't do it. I'll do it when I get home. And she's like, well, why? Well, I have that mental because I'm doing overnights. I, I like to multitask. So when I get home, I drop my kids off, spend time with my girl, take her to work. And also when I get home, it's like, well, I'm going to take a pick up my kids at two. I might as well just like have, I have everything like in the binder, how, like how everything we have and I just write everything down. Then it's like a go over and everything. And I just do my podcast and stuff. Then after that, I save it. Then after that, I take a nap. You know, before two, then I wake up around one thirty. Then I hear the podcast to see whatever, do editing. Mm-hmm. Then once I'm done with all that, I pick up my son, drop him off home. I pick up my girl, drop her off and everything and stuff like that. We relax for a little bit. Uh, and I don't go to bed till like, what, 8 p.m.? And I don't get up till 11. It's just I have that mental strong. Like, I wow. just, I can do it. You know what? That's I, insane, I, man. I, yeah, it is insane. I, I can't do that because my wife, my wife, you know. Our, our wives know us. Their women know who we are. She tells me, hey, you doing a podcast? And he goes, yeah, okay, well, you better get some sleep. You better eat something, you know, have a good lunch. And then start drinking around 2 so that around 6 o'clock, you know, you're, you're in that good state of mind. You're you know? mellow. Like, yeah, you're you're, you're let mellow. You know, let you guys know, I haven't gotten no sleep. So I've been awake since like exactly. almost 11 That's o'clock. What I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not even tired or anything because I don't know why I've been like so anxious to do this podcast with yes. you guys. Cause you guys are like, I'll be honest, like I listen to a lot and I know I'm very blunt, but I like you guys and you guys are super, super cool. And I like how your podcast is going. And I noticed that I notice on my stories, I, when I do overnights, when I have downtime, I have to push, push whatever episodes or whatever on my Instagram. And I can know by the end of the next day, I'll have over close to 300 people view that story. So if I push your podcast out, 
you have people like, oh, what's this podcast? What's Mega Man? Who's this? Po- who's this podcast? And I noticed that I was DMing you. Had you had shoutouts from shoutouts from Let Me Know Pod, Angel Man. He everyone's listening to your uh, to your, uh, podcast. Well, you know what? We're very we're very happy. You know the appreciate it, bro. Thank yeah, you. yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, the the goal of that is you know you know the what's what's your end game? What's where do you plan on being? You know in ten years. So the goal of doing this is uh, Fra- I don't know. If I told you Frank wants to do. Stand up. I know. He's yeah. getting ready to retire pretty soon. You know? Oh, yeah. You know, he looks young, but he's... Uh, he's he a look He look good. He's got a, that Indian skin, you know? It makes him look young, you know? <laughs> the older you get, the younger look. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm in 40s, you know, so I'm kind of getting up there, you know, but... Yeah. But yeah. man. So he's getting ready to retire, so he's going to start doing stand-up. So, you know, we, you know, it came to, hey, let's do this so that you can kind of, uh, let's see what works, what doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's work on your, your you know, your speech, your pronunciation. Cause oh, yeah. If you, if you look at uh, the, the first episode we did, we're like, God damn it, I can't, we saw, like, like in my that, accent you know? was way out there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm like, like what You saw, what like, the, the lote guy on that exactly, one. Exactly, you know? bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard all your episodes, and you guys are getting better by every episode and stuff. And that's the thing I like, because, I mean, my shit was rough. My shit was very raw and very, like, dude, that you can't you can't hear, let the kids hear that. Because my episode four was, like, talk about sex and pussy and, <laughs> oh, and all no, that shit. That shit oh, was man. raw. It's like, I can't, I can't sponsor you on that shit. I had a couple of sponsors that turned me down, because I, that's too, you're just, you're just all over the place. Yes, yeah, so I'm I don't want to be, like, locked in. I'm more independent. So I just talk whatever I want, but I know, you know, when I see something good, it's like, oh, I like that podcast. Well, we, we, we appreciate and it. And this, this is, how long you guys been doing the podcast now? Uh, last night we did episode 10. No, no, how long you guys been doing it now? For like a couple months? Oh, well, we, do, months. we do one a week, so two and a half uh, months. Two and a half months? I yeah. did mine, mine, well, mine be at four months. Okay. So like to me, it's, it's just something like, they will, sometimes I get DMs from, uh, well, I'll mention names later, and like after the thing was done, they're like, you did podcast before? It says, no, it's like, dude. Like it's getting better and better. It's like, is anyone helping you? It's like I'm learning on my own. But who's teaching you? It's like I'm just doing my homework. Yeah. It's like how do you do it? It's like well, I go to work and I have the whole day to do whatever I want. My kids are at school, so might as well have. If I have downtime, I'll just listen listen to podcasts and and tweak little things. Yeah, and, and let them know. Plus, I'm married, so I have, I have <laughs> yeah. number one critique at home. You know, that's 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 my biggest critic. My wife's like, hey, why don't you do this a little different? And why don't you do this a little different? And I don't like when you said that. Don't be saying that stuff. You know what I mean? And so. Like, all right, cool. So that helps me out a lot. Yeah. My, my wife does, you know. That's how my girl does. She's like, you kept on repeating yourself, you know, and everything. Like, and she's like, every time you repeat yourself, like, okay, we're gonna put a dollar, yeah. dollar in a jar, dollar in a jar. And so even even though when I say fuck, fuck, you know, I put a dollar in a jar. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Okay, that's a dollar. So I already oh, owe her close to three hundred dollars. So it's like, how are you give me that money? Income tax. Write your check. No, I don't write checks and everything. But like, yeah, just. Uh, you guys you guys are spreading out everywhere if i'll do whatever i can because i mean there's certain podcasters who i will support no matter what and you guys are one of them you know and all that stuff and i like how you're going it, man. Yeah, and i know alpha robles shouts to alpha robles you know sorry i didn't make it because tickets were sold out but i mean it was it was packed i went trying to go i was like hey can i get a ticket you know i was telling my girls like how if the alpha robles show was sold out how come he didn't have a second show 
Yeah. That would have been more True. money for him, yeah. you know, and everything. But we're gonna see on my Cinco de Mayo. I think agua caliente or something. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend. We're gonna be down in Rosarito doing the bike race. Yeah. And on our way back, which we're gonna be back on Sunday, we're gonna go straight to Aguas Calientes. Aguas Calientes. I think it's Aguas Calientes yeah, Casino. Yeah, we're gonna go there. So he's gonna have a show there. Yeah, we're gonna spend the night there and then uh, watch him there at night. Yeah, man, he follows me a big time. He looks at all my stories like he. I know he's been following me for a while. Like I was like, but well, I didn't know who he was back then. I was like, Alfred, I was like, man, he looks familiar. It's like, then I realized he does openings for Fluffy. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, he always looks at my stuff and everything. But, you know, he's a good guy. Oh, yeah. You know, and everything. Dude from the block, man. We know him since, you know, we were for kids. To teenagers. See, that's the thing I like when you guys did his uh, You Don't Care Bro podcast. You know, like, the stories. Like, I can reminisce because I used to live in Wilmington. I can relate to that stuff. Big time, because I mean East Los and Wilmington was pretty bad in my area. Oh man, it, it, it was all the the crack and gang epidemic, you know that. The same thing. It destroyed a lot of like inner city neighborhoods, you know. Yeah, the same thing with me, because I know um, the comedian Marty Moreno. Yes. He's from Wilmington. When I used to live on uh, Ruby Dock and Blinn, he lived on Blinn and, and L Street, so it's the next block over. So we know the ghost town and, and what he's talking about. It was yes. bad back then in the eighties. Man, the 90s, it was bad. Late eighties, early nineties. Forget yeah, the, about the, the it. The cracks, the crack scene was bad, man. Yeah. You know, I remember where I used to live in Wilmington on Ruby Dock Street. My mom was so because it was so bad. We we would, we would stay home at night. We can't go out because there's too much junctions, which I didn't know when Martin Warren told me. That my mom would say, stay on the street. Don't go over on Blinn Avenue. Stay on Ruby Dock, which is right there. And the front of the house was my grandma. So if my mom, if she sees me and I'm a little far, my mom would call my grandma and say, hey, check, check little Stevie's right there. And she'll come outside and say, hey, go back to your mom's. So I had to stay on that street. It was a dead-end street. So yes. there was a lot of kids and everything. But it was, yeah, I saw a lot of stuff. You oh know, yeah, yeah. People. You know, you know what though, but stuff like that, that that uh, helps you out as you get older. You you develop a callus. You know, you're not soft. You know, you you. I think everybody's gotta see some badass shit to be able to grow. You know, it it can't be all roses and doves and everything else. You know. Yeah, like the like the stuff. How I mean, we've been through and stuff. You know, because I'm I'm gonna be what 39 this year. So pretty much I've seen a lot of stuff. But I feel like this new generation, like the millennials, they think they know it all. Like, they have it too easy. We had it tough. Oh, man. You know what, though? The millennials don't know it all. They've seen it all because of yeah. the internet. And they're like, yeah, you've seen it. Yeah. It's a, it's different from watching it and being able to pause it and go take a leak than actually being there and, and saying, hey, man, hey, that guy's dead. And, you, and you got to go to class, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you notice, I notice now with the millennials now, they quit easy. Oh they, yeah, they're like, oh, I can't do this no more. Say, like, see, door you in the pack of wolves and see what you're made of. Yeah, yeah. and then they'd be like, I quit. It's like, okay, then, then shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> you know what worries me about it is, is not them now, is them thirty years from now when they're trying to run the country. That's what worries me. You know, they'd be like, oh, that's that's that when they're gonna be in control of our pensions and our retirement issue. You know, that's when it worries me. Yeah, that's when it's gonna get bad. You know. Yeah, it's it's uh it's just something. You know, I still go back there from time to time and stuff because my grandma's still there. I have cousins still, and it's like it never changed. It like you know like. I felt like, you know, like I don't forget where I came from, like Wilmington, Long Beach, and after that I used to live in Northern California. You know, it's just a lot of new faces, though. A lot of new faces. Like growing up in the neighborhood, no matter how bad people would tell you it is, yeah. you would still walk the neighborhood, you know, yeah. go to the store, walk far, ride, ride my bike. Yeah. But now when I visit anybody in the area, when I, when I try to walk around, you don't recognize anybody. And so all of a sudden you're a threat, you know? Yeah. Like you're an outsider now, you know? Like, yeah. So it's a little different, you know? 
Yeah, like I had some when I was walking, and some some gang members like, "Hey, what are you doing on what on Webby Dock Street?" It's like, "What are you doing over here?" I used to live here. It's like, "Really?" It's like, "Where?" Tell me where. It's like sixteen twenty two, right there in the back, in the dead end, with those four houses. Like, how do you know that? Because my uncle used to own those four houses. When he died, he gave him he gave those houses to his uh, wife, which sold the houses and took off and yeah. married some rich guy. Oh, <laughs> lucky I, or no? <laughs> I was fucked up. <laughs> I know, I was like fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, it was everything. It was it was good times because this was with no internet. Yeah. So it was good times and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, you get home, do your homework, and go play outside with everybody. You know. Yeah. That's I'll, if you were smart. You know, usually you get home and like I'll do it on Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday night come around. Uh, a week's worth. Eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, that'd be a lot rougher. <laughs> hey, uh, what, what I see what you're doing. What's your end game? You know, where do you see yourself in ten years? Well, right now, this is that's a good question. I love that. I love good questions. The reason I'm thinking of now that I have a baby, I'm gonna have a baby on the way, and the reason why I'm, I'm 38, I'm, I'm, I found myself. I was two years now. I feel like where I work at Sprouts Farmers Market, assistant grocery manager, I'm gonna step down because I don't want. I'm done with overnights. So there's a position. I'm gonna go back to school to for accounting, computers, engineering, taxes, yeah. craft beers. Um, learn how to speak Spanish, not the the basic, but the the proper way and everything. Oh shit, really? I want to learn the. Oh, hardship. that's heavy duty, man. Heavy duty. Even we don't know that. Yeah, I wanna. <laughs> that's like the newscasters on Telemundo, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, they, I watch the news and I'm like, I, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's proper Spanish. Right? I want to do the proper Spanish and make craft beer and you know, like you know, start cooking because, um, I know this is. I know you heard probably heard if you guys heard the Mega Man's life my whole life and people oh, you know let me jump in real quick dude I was listening to that and man it's very ballsy the, you know what I was into that and it was a moment where I just cringed I was like oh my god you said a line that that really got me you said I saw my kids and they were malnourished oh man that broke my heart dude yeah that that, that was rough to hear you know and and it, for me to say it's rough to hear to that extent. How was it for you to watch them malnourished, you know? Because, you know, you're not saying they're hungry because a kid could be, have a, you know, just ate, but he could still be malnourished because it's just a, a long time of not eating meals on time yeah. or not eating the correct, you know, what you have for lunch. I had Doritos, you know? Yeah. You know, you could be malnourished like that. Yeah. That just bothered, you know? I, yeah. I, I, I felt for you, dude. What happened I felt was, for you, so I, I felt the story. Rough, yeah, man. I know. What happened was uh, when me and my ex-wife split up and I left her to be with at my time, we'll have a daughter with my, you know, we're not together, but um, she, she stressed out and she was on drugs and alcohol and everything and she was just neglecting the kids. And I would have the kids every week or every two weeks and I would cut their nails or ears, check their ears, haircuts, nourish clothes and everything. And I noticed that a lot of the clothes were missing and she was just going through so much. And, and one day I said, I'm gonna go pick up the kids. You know, it's my turn to pick up the kids for, you know, spend for the weekend. I was there at the house and she wasn't there. And I noticed when, at the time with me and my ex, my son at the time, I think he was what, five or four? He's wearing, you know, he was like three blocks away, like in his underwear. And it's like this roaming the streets, like, what the fuck? You know, I grabbed him and stuff, like, where's mom? It's like, she's not here. So I went, you know, and my, my son, he's, uh, he has autism. And at the time, I think he was what? 11 or 12 I think I think he was 13 or 12 but he has autism he was in the house the house was all tore up whatever thing 
we you know we waited we waited for an hour it was like what the heck and we waited so we text like nothing we had to call the cops cops were assholes because they didn't they came late so the cops came at the nick of time where she was coming and she was drunk smelling liquor she was on drugs whatever and she's like what are you doing it's like hey you're supposed to pick up the kids and she was neglecting them she was on drugs she grabbed like a, a big old plastic bag and dump all the clothes here fucking take your fucking kids like whatever and the cops like i told the cops can't you arrest her for public intoxication or whatever for neglecting the kids and she the cops didn't do shits he didn't want to do paper he didn't want to do paperwork oh no shit. And that was like fucked up so we took the kids and at the time my ex was like telling me just take the kids so we took the kids we went to court and she realized what she, what she did the next day it's like it wasn't my intention you your true colors came out you took your mask off we saw who you really are and this is one of the reasons why like our relationship went down the drain as this like when we got married when i was like 21 Okay. And I felt like the more I got older, I felt like I just, I grew up and like, you're not the one for me. Yeah. So we took the kids and I've been a single father ever since and everything taking. It's hard because my mom and my mom and dad, they weren't good parents. And I, my mom, I'm building my relationship with my mom now, but my dad is off and on. But uh, it's, it was hard because no one taught me to be a mom and a dad. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. It's stressful. That's rough, man. It's yeah. rough. Yeah, and it sucks to learn as you're going because the people who pay the pay the price are the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're learning how to figure things out, they're the ones having to you know you know go through the learning curve and you know experience you know issues and whatnot. I, so. I had a I had a discipline. I had to break them because the way how she had them. So they they used to go to bed at one o'clock in the morning. They had school at fucking six seven. I had to break that habit. So they're I had to teach them the right way. I had to mail, feed them for like two weeks because they weren't they were hungry or skinny at the time. Yeah. Fed them, gave them haircuts, whatever. Spent time, showed them love and everything, because my dad never showed me love. My mom showed a little bit, but my mom was working three jobs, so my mom was never there. So this was like in Northern California. So now that I'm, I have a good girl that's with me now, and I have my two boys. You know, people, I still get criticized. People can say like, hey. You're a single father. Your kids shouldn't be with you. They're supposed to be with the mother. So a lot of feel like they feel like men are second class citizens. Yeah. And in California, because they go with the mother and stuff. California always goes with the mom, man. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they, they do. You know, what we gotta do is uh, put a picture of the mother. You know, they, they'll be happy there with you when they see what the alternative is. You know. Yeah. They, the, the mother wins by default, no matter what's going on. You know. Yeah. But that's not right. That's not right. But with this whole social media now, with the with the phone, the camera, you can record everything and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Even I'm going through situations right now with. Um, when I put the last Mega Man's Life Part 4, I still have one more episode to go with Mega Man's Life, and that's it. It's going to be two hours. Mega Man's Life Part 4, I have got so much criticized for that. For that, by I even got my car keyed. My, my, someone keyed my cold car. No shit? Oh, if you look on the side, I'll show you proof. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that. I heard Yeah, I was pissed. And uh, someone keyed my car. And I kind of know who it is. You know, Yaris X, I think. But uh, there's cameras you can see. And... But I got criticized, good and bad. It's like, why would you put your shit on blast like that? It's like, well, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, if you guys can be honest with me, I'm going to be honest with you. So I just keep it very, 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 like 100. Yeah, you know yeah. what, man? Uh, uh, you have the gift of venting, you know? Like, you could let it out and be comfortable. And it's good because me, I have a bad habit. Like, you know, I'm the happy guy. 
But I was holding everything in, and by the time I release Can't it, be like that. I break somebody in half, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like somebody has to pay the price, you know? Yeah, he's, and, he's the dude that gets all mad, and then he, like, he comes to, and he wakes up, and he's just got, like, a pair of underwear on, like, a Hulk, you know what I mean? Like, like, I'm like, like what, what happened? happened? You know what happened? And they're like, ah, oh, you fucked up, but yeah. shit up. So, I mean, it's better to do it with you, yeah. Do, you know? Yeah. Well, to me... Let it out a little bit at a time, as opposed to at yeah. one just big just blast. Like, yeah. To me, I felt like the podcast helped me, because if there wasn't no podcast, I don't know where I'd be, because... When when I first did a podcast, George Perez, you know, uh, the comedian, he invited me on his podcast on yes. episode 50. Then I said, that's what I was like, you should do a podcast. But I was nervous. I was like, what's a podcast? But I was like, well, I can fucking do that. But I was like, if I can do a podcast, I can do it. But I, was, I wasn't, I was there, but not there. But what happened was when I started the podcast. Uh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, like, hold on. I know you're going with that. But <laughs> I know you're going with that because I, I had the same notes here. What what uh, I'll get to where you're getting. Yeah, yeah. What was your trigger to to you know what what made you say tomorrow I'm gonna sit down and do a podcast? What triggered that for you? What triggered? Um, I told I won't mention this person's name, but uh, he told me I don't think he, I think you can do it. You like because it's like well I don't think you have it in you. But a lot of people are like well fuck. I mean you put your life stories and your story your lives are. Going on a rant, fuck it, just do a fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm like, fuck yeah, I did. So that was that was your push. Yeah. Right there. Oh, okay. Man. Number two, where's episode one? That is, <laughs> that is the that's the intro. That's the intro. Okay, because I was looking for episode one. And it's missing from your podcast. That is that's the episode one. Oh, is it? What happened was I accidentally put that on accident. Okay. And I was like, I'm fuck. I'm not doing this fuck. Fuck this. And all of a sudden, I got so many DMs like, Hey, what's the next episode? Huh? <laughs> I was like, we talking about? I was like, I just heard your podcast. And so I had over close to 130 hits. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was like rough. It was like for 30 minutes. Like, we talking about? I was like, yeah, your podcast is this. Like, on Anchor. It's like, it just, I forgot it spread out. It would get, I would get emails say, hey, now we're on Podbean. Yes. Two days. Now we're on Spotify. It's like, well, whatever. Yeah. And I actually put it. And I heard it. I was like, oh, it sounds good, but it was rough. It's like, oh, fuck. What am I going to do? Now they want more. It's like, whoa. And I noticed it's like, Felipe Esparza, shout outs to Mega Man for doing his podcast. And I was like, fuck. And they did it. And I was like, now it's pressure time. Yeah. So yeah. I have to fucking come up with ideas. It's hard. <laughs> like, what do I talk about doing solos, you know, yeah, and everything? Yeah. And I was like, you know, like, oh, fuck, I got to do it. So I was playing whatever I can. But every episode I was tweaking. I was like, okay, I won't do this. I won't do that. And it got better and better. And I'll make it short. Uh, on December thirty first, or the thirtieth or thirty first of last year, I left the live. I don't know if you guys saw. Uh, people were saying, "Oh, I fuck your podcast and shit." People, I won't, won't mention names. They was like, "Okay, we're gonna see, motherfucker." It's like you say all this shit. Well, fuck you guys. It's like you know what? Two thousand nineteen. I'm gonna blow up the fucking podcast. And he's like, "What do you think? What do you mean blow it up?" It's like, dude, I'm gonna get some heavy hitters. And I've been that's why I've been getting guesses on. Like, uh I'm like I have like, have you guys on, you know? Next week I have the Hood Santa. He's uh this guy named Tito. He uh he used to he used to make beats for a Snoop Dogg and he's well known in the Long Beach. That's cool, man. And next Friday, um I'm doing a podcast uh, Huda Moreno, Martin Moreno's son is gonna yes. do my podcast on Friday. That's cool. So whatever I can do, then I have Tanya Strada, the Hood Footy. You know, I have just coming up. I'm trying to cross my fingers. Felipe Esparza. You know what, man? Uh, I love that when people, when they, you know, we, Chinook and I always offer, like, anybody has any uh, any input, let us know. Mm-hmm. And some people just kick in the balls, bro. <laughs> like, like 
fuck, like, all right, like, I go, you know, that's too much input, you know? <laughs> like, cut it out, you know? So, but they're the ones that motivate you to, like, push you forward, like, to, to do better, you know, to do more, you know? Yeah, yeah. what I see is you're kind of, you want to defy, defy the critics. This is what, it, what it's like, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, if you say I can't do it, I'm going to try and do it. Yeah, that's, that's good, that's good. Yeah, and uh, that, I just, I, I do the best I can. I don't get cocky. There's one thing, because if you get cocky, I feel like you're going you're gonna to have a hiccup. So to me, I take it one episode at a time. The only thing I'm having, I'm having a hard time is the, the scheduling. You know, like, okay, I'm going to get this person, get this, you know? Because sometimes I fucked up. I was doing a podcast. I did four podcasts in one day wow. with four people. And I was like, oh, fuck. And my kids were with their, their mother. And I was like, I was exhausted. And I had to go to work the next day. I was drained. That's insane, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was you drained. know what? We did one last night. And I was worried about today. I'm like, man, this is going to be rough. You know, it's going to be rough. Because I, I think it takes us a week to reset and just, just rethink everything. But I was like, you don't know what's going to be cool. We're going to do this podcast. Everything's going to be fine. No, right how it is right now, it's, it's, it's smooth. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We, we, like the, we like the way you run things, you know? Because uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're guests. We forget. We're guests in your podcast. Even so Kilo, it's man, a lot you know? easier. Yeah. I know. And everything, I just, I'm just learning as I'm going and stuff like that. And, and my girl's telling me, well, how do you do it? It's like, I don't know. I you, just, you know, when it's, a, when it's a, 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 a labor of love, it's a whole different animal. You, you do, if you like doing it, you're going to do it till you're exhausted and not care if you're exhausted. You keep on doing it because you love doing it, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. So, hey, it's a, hey, Chinook and I, man, uh, we've been, uh, I, I, you know, we always say it's a show about bullshit. Yeah. But he and I, been, we have been bullshitting since we were kids. And, you know, every time we have, like, a, a barbecue, a party, uh-huh. he and I would just get started, like, telling jokes or talking trash about each other or people. Uh-huh. And before you knew it, we had a giant crowd around us just laughing their asses off. Yeah, they, they enjoy, it. and then we would hear from people that like, "Hey, man, you guys should do a podcast." And like, guess that's all. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 can we? You know, yeah, we're like, what are you talking about? You know, and, and, and you know, people said that a couple times, and we we're like, uh, you know, we don't know what that is. It sounds complicated. Yeah, like what? It, is, it sounds you know? expensive, you know. <laughs> but it was funny when 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 Alfred had had you guys on, like Chinook and you, it's like that's some. Funny shit. You know what though? I'm I'm grateful from uh, for Kiko because uh, he called us over. He goes, "Hey man, let's let's do our podcast." And we were there as a group. We did it, and when I showed up, I was nervous. I was like, "Oh man, what the, what are we gonna do?" And we sat down, and we we're at the table. He goes, we "We're drinking beers," and he goes, "All right, you guys ready to start?" And I, I asked him, "I go, hey, is anything off limits?" You know? He goes, "Hey, say whatever the fuck you want." And cool. Hit record. We did a couple of them. The second one I showed up to, I was. Drunk. I was fucked. I was drinking tequila, and then we did. Yeah, heard you're confessing a feeling and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I love you, dog. I love you know, you do that all. it turns out that nagging cholo, you know, hanging <laughs> on your shoulder. I love you, dog. I know who you are, but yeah, man, I was funny. Woman, you know, I was laughing. I was like hearing. It. There was some like I heard it like two times. It was funny, you know. <laughs> this and, guy, uh, man. and you know what? When what I got from that was like, I go, Frankie. Hey, man, the, it's the ankh wrap. It's easy to do. You want to do it? He's like, yeah, let's do it. I go, all right. I'm going to head to your house uh, and set up in a garage. So the first two or three, we did it in his garage. We yeah. went over there sat down. I go, let's do it in the garage because that way no one interrupts it. We're not there. And then, like, you know, your wife's walking by. Like, Frankie, pick up your socks. Like, oh, <laughs> we need the background trash. noise. Yeah, exactly. Throw out the trash. You know? Throw out the trash. It's always something, uh, you know? Let me pause this. Frankie's throw out the trash. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't have to do that in the garage. You know, just locked it up. We did, the, we did the first couple of them, and we're like, hey, this is not bad. You know, it's not bad. Actually, the, the first one we did, uh, we were, it wasn't supposed to be released. It was a, like we call it beta. That's the first one. Yeah, yeah. I sent it over to Kiko. I go, hey, Kiko, you know, what do you think? And he goes, sounds good. 
change this, change that, or like, perfect. You get yeah. a little advice. Came back, all right. He goes, Frankie, this is what we got to not do. He goes, all right, cool. The second one, and then we started having guests, and, and now, now we, get, we got a good rhythm. We got yeah. a good rhythm. We know what it is we need for us to have a good show. And I think um, the, the show where Gabby was on, my comadre. That was funny. I, that was, I, that was I, funny. I, I really like it. You know what? She's got a gift for telling stories. And, Fuck yeah, with the fireman? Oh, the fire, yeah, yeah, man. man. And there's way more. Hold on, well, my boots, am I okay? That <laughs> <laughs> was it the Tampa Bay bucket of chicken, she said. Yes. <laughs> right. You know what? So we're kind of getting our formula, you know? Like you're cooking and like, all right, don't add too much salt to this one, a little oregano. So we, we're getting the, the, the right flavors, the right. So we're, we're, we're getting there, you know. So we really enjoy doing it. Working and, progress, yeah, we're going to keep always... on doing it until. I, yeah. Have you guys got sponsors from Anchor yet? You know what? I was looking into that and. I'll, t- oh. I'll tell you in the end. I'll tell you after we're done how it is. But it's like you, you start up and if you're doing this, well, you go by numbers. Okay. And there's one thing I. Um, I noticed that I was doing every minute, looking numbers, looking numbers. How many numbers I have? And I'll, 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 I'm gonna teach you something very, because I just learned about this three days ago. So I listened to Felipe Esparza's What's Up Food podcast. Listen to the episode with Joy Copadillas. He's like, do you look at numbers on your podcast? I don't look at that fucking shit no more. I said, why? It's all about putting up good, good, good segments, good stuff. Good Don't material, if it's good material, the number is gonna go. If you look out the numbers, it's it's not it's not gonna move. It's just that's what I do. It's like fuck the numbers. Or you're like you for know? the wrong reason, you know? For the wrong reason. You're doing it because you love it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 a victim of that because I I see numbers are good. Yeah. People like it. We're happy. I, I got to stop thinking about that. I got to stop looking at that and say, you know what, Frankie? Who's our next guest going to be? You know, let's get the right chemistry that yeah. we need to be able to do what we do. So I think that that's what, you know, I, but it's, it's hard to it's, stop looking at numbers. I know, it's, anchor it's, it's like, like, yeah. It's, it's like crack, thing. dude. It's, it's like fucking yeah. crack, you know? Yeah, I look yeah. at it like, it, it, like to me, my numbers are sometimes 300. But if, it could, if my numbers go up to over 100, it's like, oh, hell yeah. That's the thing I care. Anything going over a hundred or two hundred, that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. I like to get that little let notification, like, "Hey, you just reached two hundred. Let's get more people." That's how they get you and yeah. stuff like that. But it's like, oh, it makes you feel good. It's like people listening. So that's why, on my stories, because I'm gonna make a separate uh, Instagram with my Mega Man's podcast. So I'm pushing whatever I can out because so people can look at it. If I have to put fucking thirty of those little lines and shit on the stories, fuck it. But that's what I'm doing, you yeah. know, because I when I when I'm doing overnights, I don't have to worry about stories. I just focus on my work. So that's why I just blow everything for a whole hour of stories, pushing, pushing, pushing. So like if you guys had a, uh, a your podcast episode and stuff, I'll do it. It's like, hey, this is a funny and have people looking at it. It's like, ooh, who's this? You know, like shut. You know, Alfred's like, hey man, thanks. You know, you're gonna do the podcast with you guys? Like, yeah. So I'll do whatever I can to push because you have listeners from Northern California. Wilmington, San Pedro, Texas, because they looked at myself like, "Hey, that's a funny fucking podcast." Yes, I got a message from a dude in Seattle, Oregon. You know, yeah, like, TJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy, I get man. I get people from uh, the UK and Ireland. Pretty cool, oh, man. Shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, he has like, oh yeah, I listen to your podcast. Like, when's the next episode? Like, oh, what happened? It's like, cool. I'll, I'll listen to it. I love listening to. It. I wish if I go to LA and stuff, I'll look you up. I get a lot of a lot of people always ask about the Mega Man's life. Because it's deep. Oh yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. and they say it's you. You got balls saying that shit. It was very ballsy, but um, there's a lot of people who thank me because they're single fathers. Who's like, man, I, I never. I should do it this way. I should do it that way. And 
there was people who were going through depression and suicidal. Like there's this uh, one of these guys, the fans who follow me, he his wife died, and he was going like I'm going depressed. You know, I lost from uh, something happened. She had cancer and everything, and he's a single father. Like what do I do? Is going through suicidal depression, and he was hearing the hearing the podcast, and it's like man, just hearing your podcast, man, it make me feel like you know I'm not alone. But thank you, and you know sometimes you know your fans are always always gonna be like, hey man, I wonder if he's responding. He's gonna respond back, and it, I I started crying. I told my girl, it's like what do I do? It's like just say something and. I was his DM. It's like, hey, man, it's going to be okay. You know, anything, Mega Man's got your back. And, and that's what I do. It's like when I do solos of Mega Man's podcast, I do shout-outs. I do whatever. So I always tell shout-outs, shout-outs, my boy, this, this. Because I don't want my fans to feel like I'm arrogant or stuck up. If, if one day my podcast ever gets big, I'm still going to be humble. No matter what, you have to be with your fans. Yeah, not me, man. Not me. If it ever get big, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna divorce my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I, wanna, I think if I get, we get two more two hundred like more hits. Last night, yeah, that, that one. <laughs> if I get two hundred more hits, I'm leaving my wife and quitting my job. <laughs> 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 no, man. You, you know what? Uh, um, You'll be but, a proud cat living in your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take half my shit. You know? <laughs> no, you know what? No, that's that's the key to to be humble and whatnot. You know. But I joke around and say, fuck him. I want to be fucking arrogant and be a dick, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been a nice guy all my life. You know You know what? I, I've, I've lived poor and unknown. I want to try rich. I want to try rich the second half of my life, you know? Let's, let's try that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I can do podcasts all day and shit. Yeah. I, I said, I, I, that's what I always want to do because I, I want to be like a Joe Rogan where you get to stay home, do podcasts all fucking day to get paid. But that's why you, you have to grind, mm-hmm. you know? When you have people be like, just keep on grinding, doing good. It's like, you know, there's people, like, if I'm pushing you guys, do that. And do, I like how you guys are going. Or, like, you're pushing me. or It's like a little tribe. Yeah. You know, like a little network of people. Like, you surround your people. Like, you know, you, Alpha Robles, mine. You got other podcasts. There's a lot of people that listen to you guys. They, they're, they're like, oh, shit. And it's like, you're coming up like, what am I going to talk about? What, what's the next segment? It's, it's, it's easy. Because I do overnight, and I think a lot. I was like, okay, I'll do this, 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 this. I'll write it home because I don't want to forget like how you guys, that's smart, that's smart. <laughs> hey, you know what, that's funny you say that because that was a lot of the stuff you're talking about, stuff that I have noted here. I was going to ask you, is your love or your passion for podcasting due to your t- your downtime when you're working? Yeah. You know, because you work nights, so you don't, there's probably not a lot of people there. It's just you. Just and- me and two coworkers of mine, but... Um, I'm trying to get into it. Like, her music, like, man, fuck that. This, it's a podcast. It, hear people talking, hear people, like, stuff. It keeps me going. It's when more I'm engaging, working. you know? Yeah, because yeah. I used to have earphones, but I'm going to buy the, the Beats, the wireless ones. Because one time I was hearing the podcast with my earphones and I have a knife cutter and I actually cut my cord off. No. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> so I had to go to 7 Eleven, get this cheapy one, get here, stacky hair, like, volume up. And it's like, <laughs> hey, you cut it, you don't know. You're like, there's a big pause in this podcast. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what I'm going to do because I, I, I'm a hardcore listener. It's like, and I'll DM people straight. It's like, hey, what you mean by that? You know, like, oh, shit. It's like, what you mean by that two episodes back in the day? You know, because there's people who listen, dude. They, they, they look, there's people who critique every little word that you say. Like, hey, Frank, what you mean by that? They're like, they'll tell yes, you straight I, out. I, I heard stuff from my... Uh... At least from coworkers, man. Like, like, dude, why would you say that? You know? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the Rosarito, the Rosarito story. Rosarito one. Yeah. Uh, 
two coworkers asked me, so who's that guy you think he's gay? I'm like, hey, man. It's oh, just, that was funny. Like, it's just the picture. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Hey, man, you should have seen that dude's face, man. He was oh, biting his dude, lip, you know? Yeah, that, I, and I go, I'm like, I retired, bro. But, you know, he, you know, yeah, he retired. I like the one you talk about the UPS with the girls and shit. Like, UPS, like, I got to go. Come come inside for dinner. <laughs> Serious. And over and over. So, like, you become like, like you know, like, like whatever, you know, like, after a while, it's just like a thing, you know? You numb to it, you know? Yeah, numb yeah. to it. Just like when people uh, on another podcast, I talked about how, how guys were like, hey, UPS guy, now look, and they'll pick up their wife's dress <laughs> or girlfriend's dress. So after a while, I started doing it to my wife because I got to pass the panties forward, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, you, you got to keep the, the motion going, yeah, the boomerang, so, you know, keep spinning, But you know? it happens you, so often, Do then. you have people that come up to you, it's like, hey, is your Frank and Chinook? Like, they just come up to you? I have people come up to me. No, not at all. Oh, I, like, I, one time I went to a brewery in Anaheim. Uh, brew Tarus like this, and I was I had a like story, and I was me and my kids were eating, and it's like, is your name Mega Man? It's like, yeah, like, oh shit, you know, like it's weird. Cool hey, hey, how cool was that the first time it happened? <laughs> I was like cool, but like yeah, but he thought I was gonna be stuck up, so we had we kicked back, we spent like an hour and a half just talking, drinking beers, like oh, and one of his friends was like, you know, shouts to Sergio, um, his friends were like, dude, he's fucking funny, dude. Yeah. It's like he's not gonna be stuck up. I was like, no, I'll sit down and all like I could talk stories for days, you know, and everything. Or even if I go to the comedy shows with George Perez. Or Philippe at the comedy store, people are like, oh, take pictures. Like, oh, Mega Man, Mega Man. I was like, that's Shouts Mega Man. This is Mega Man. I was like, when I went to Haha, and because Martin Moreno had a show over there, Shouts uh, Martin, he uh, was like, this is Mega Man. Huh? That's Mega Man? Let me take a picture. No, that's good. You know what? That, that must be like the best. Cause I remember, the, <laughs> the, you know, we just started, we got, we're 10 episodes in, and then someone reached out to me, like, hey, man, I like your podcast. Uh, thank you very much. And I'm like, I'll be back. I'm going to go drink off. <laughs> For real? I'm go, no, I didn't drink off. <laughs> the natural high. I didn't drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a jerk off uh, worthy story. <laughs> but I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. That, you know, because, you know, all life is just, you know, us fucking bullshitting. And then somebody you never met before says, hey, that's funny. I like that that story. You're like, wow, that's for That just, yes. it's a new high, you know, that's. I, I had a block. I had to block a lot of girls. Really? Because when I was single, I used to be a little sucio. Oh, cochino. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. You know, but now I have a girlfriend, and, and now it's like, you know, like, I still get it. They, they fuck, they stalk, dude. As I had to block them, it's just like, oh, they, and they're thirsty. It's like, oh, oh Mega man. man, you know, this. Because, yeah, I used to slide in people's DMs. Oh, man. And I was like, hey, want to go fuck? It was like, yeah, let's go. Let's oh, no, let's shit. go meet up. Yeah. yeah, we haven't got that yet, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but if I do get that, I'm a well, married man. If I do get that, I'll just go jerk off again. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, my fucking girl gets jerk off. It's like, okay, I don't want to get that girl pregnant. <laughs> yeah, but they, it, you do have your moments. There's some there's some creepers out there. And I, I from time to time, I get hit up by, like, you know, gay dudes. No, no, no shit. Yeah. Well, you know, anybody out there, um, I'm looking for a stalker. You know? <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm cool with the stalker, you know. I, I have a couple of cuentas in my house, so I'm okay, but I would have been having a stalker. That'd be flattery and shit, you know. Like, yeah. Hey, he's still out in the, the van. <laughs> yeah. So I'm open to it. I, I, won't, I won't shoot you, you know. I, I, I'll wound you. Before I met my girl, like, back in the, when, uh, maybe, like, last year, I used to get hit up by a lot of swingers. Oh, really? You guys, you guys have a lot of swingers here. In this neighborhood? In West Covina. Really? West oh, okay. Covina, Montebello, uh, Whittier and all that is a lot because of um, you know, and it'd be like, Hey, uh, you're Megan, man, right? So I heard you on George Perez, like, Yeah, I was like, Hey, it's cool. Hey, um, 
what are you doing uh, next tomorrow? I was like, nothing. Why? Um, well, I work a lot, so my wife, she's a stay-at-home mom. I was like, you want to come over and fuck my wife? Oh, no shit. Yeah, I was like, well, what do you want me to do? It's like, well, you can just, whatever. She's just laying down in the bed. It's fuck. And I was like, fuck, a little creepy, dude. You got to tell him that. You know, Mega is just a name. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not a representation of my power. You know what I mean? It's just a, a name that I got. Yeah, <laughs> man. No, it was has like, nothing to do with my potential. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, Kobe's, uh, Kobe Bryant is uh, one of the security guys with one of those cats that used to go to people's homes. Yeah. And he would always say that he would tell guys, look, I'll go... Drill, or you know, have sex with your wife, but I have to handcuff you because I don't want you hitting me with a bat or something, you know? <laughs> no shit. So he said that that was part of his deal, you know, like I'll go take care of that, but I have to handcuff you. I gotta make sure you don't kill me or do something, you know? Yeah. And then, plus the handcuffing might be more erotic too, right? <laughs> it might help the whole thing out. Yes. It's funny you, you, you said that because um, my wife goes, Hey, is uh, Mega Man's uh, a girl coming? Because uh, my wife goes, If she's coming, I'll stick around. That way, you know, she don't feel, you know. Yeah. And I go, You know what? I don't know. So I was waiting, and I told, I told my wife, I go, you know what? If he comes in with his wife, when he comes in the door, I'm going to say, hey, man, leave your keys in the fishbowl so that we can get started. You know? <laughs> like, oh, no one knows that. Oh, you're here for the podcast. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's, that's a different group of dudes. <laughs> yeah, no one knows that, you know, and everything. I was like, oh, shit. But, but yeah, it's just that we're some weird, we're some weird people, but uh, it's whatever, dude. You get a lot of haters, a lot of haters, too. I, get, I, get, I have that every fucking day. On fake Instagrams and all that, it's like, oh, fuck, Mega Man. It's like, you know, and that's why I always, when I always put my stories, rate and review, and someone told me, well, who's that one star? I was like, well, that's my ex girlfriend. <laughs> like, fuck that bitch. Yeah, she just changed like one letter in her name and shit. You know? Yeah, it's like Marlene's Raylene. Come on, come it, on, that's too obvious. It's okay, <laughs> but other than that, just like you know, it's I, I like, I like, excuse me, I like to put in like a lot of cool stories, you know. Because it's whatever I feel like, you know? Like yesterday, people were hounding. I put this video of uh, this uh, this gangster breakdancing, Jesus Christ. Oh, man, that's hilarious, dude. The, you see the, that? The Holy Ghost it. got that, dude, right? It was hilarious. Oh, the dude. Holy Ghost packing heat, bro. Yeah, dude, Electric Boogaloo was in that, dude. <laughs> he was in that. Like, I was like thinking to myself, is this victory outreach? Yeah, yeah, he was like he. he and so I was like, who grabbed him that fucking beanie and put it on him? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Jesus Christ! Was like, you know what? And my girl was like, give me a hard time. Like, you shouldn't talk shit like that. So maybe he was going through some shit at prison, and he found Jesus. Like, yeah, you got a point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious, man. That is funny, dude. He starts pop blocking, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was I was good. like, what kind of church is this, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, when he was teaching the Bible, it was like testimony. It was like, this is pretty cool. He goes to Our Lady of Ammunition. Something. <laughs> it was something, but uh, yeah, that was funny. But I post a lot of like good stories, you know, like, so, I mean, like, let's say, for example, you guys are having a bad day. It's like, let's go to Megan Man's like, that's a funny story. Like, oh, that just made my day. Yeah. Shit like that. You know, that's, that's the least I can do just to cheer someone up. That pop blocker was hilarious. You know what? I'm new to the whole, um, social media. Mm -hmm. I've been on, uh, November. Yeah. Three months. Man, there's a, there's a whole world out there. I didn't know about my wife and kids are like. Hey, Dad, you on your phone again? Hey, I'm new at this, all right? <laughs> Leave me alone, all right? You have an iPhone? You have an iPhone? Yes, I do. So, you know, it shows you how long you've been on it. I oh, hate I, I, oh, that. Oh, man. And he's like, oh, so you've been on for six hours? You know, like six hours, you can spend time with me? Oh, I man. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I think my phone would be better off saying how many, how much time I've been on, off it, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That'd be a smaller number because, yeah. oh, man, I, I, I go on it a lot because I'm new to it. Because, you know, I'm, I'm catching up with so many stories from the past. Yeah. Oh, 
That's the thing. Have you ever had, like, I, I was here in the episode talking about Ashley Madison, and I have a lot of stories on that, too. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, this, yeah. yeah I got, like, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what? We'll, 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 we'll hear them in segment two. Okay, right, segment just, two. Let's segment two. Gotta refill some beers and uh, unload some bladders. Yep. All right, I'm back for my pee pee break and stuff. I had to be guided by Chinook and shit. I'm not gonna steal shit, dude. <laughs> no, no, nothing gonna steal here. I'm not hey, worried about that. <laughs> I, I hope he didn't give you a hand, bro. <laughs> no, no. It's just that the water was very blue down there. <laughs> I was like, when I flushed it, it's like it was overflowing, but it was going down. I was like, fuck, it's like dumb and dumber. It's like, I'm not gonna, there's no fucking window to climb out of. <laughs> uh, I, always, I always tell this cat that, that mirror he has in front of the restroom is yeah. very complimentary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> One of those mirrors you can see at the, the, the fun house at the yeah, man. <laughs> like, hey, man, I, I should be in the don't yeah. movie industry, you know. I know, man. I was like, oh, I need a PB break. So I'm on my what my third beer already. <laughs> I mean, these are pretty good, and it's like a pineapple beer, but uh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so let's get back to the Ashley Madison thing, dude. So uh, yeah, I used to be on it, dude. Really? Yeah, hey, explain what uh, what Ashley Madison is. It's okay, a, it's a, a day side or. Okay, I know I heard the episode with Alfa Robles, so I'll break it down for you. Because he kind of had a little thing, but he kind of a little makes sense, but mine's more better. Sorry, Alfa Robles. Um, I, it's an it's a app. It's, well, back in the, well, it was before. Right? I used to be on Craigslist, too. Oh, no, you were really? I, I, used to, I used to hook up with girls on Craigslist. Oh, no shit. Back in the day, I was savagery. So you were on there, and you could, you, you buy Mega Man and a fucking 57 Chevy in the same place, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So <laughs> actually, Madison, I used to go on it and stuff, but the only second thing about it, you had to pay. So one time, I paid over $300 because you have to get a whole bunch of credits. But like, if you want to say, we want to send out a message, it would cost uh, like a certain amount of credits, like two credits here or whatever. So I did that. But I was trying to hold it. Well, at the time, my, my marriage was going down the drains. So I was like, whatever. I slided on my credit card, whatever. And my girl was out of work. I used to go on it and I used to hook up with girls, like, left and right. Like, black girls, Mexican girls, Asian girls, like, white girls, everything and stuff like that. No shit. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like the Captain Kirk of fucking Ashley Madison. Because I remember Star Trek. Captain Kirk will fuck any fucking girl. Man. Yeah. The, the green, I remember the galaxy. The you know? green, yeah, he's an international. The green chick. Oh, and check the, this. The fish looking chick. And this is it. the cool part. Let's say if you're on the computer and, and you're saying you're cheering your spouse, which I hope you guys don't. But if you're cheering on your spouse and your girl was your wife was gonna walk in on you the computer they have a panic button where you press that and be like oh okay oh the la rams website and shit no shit yeah they have a panic button where it it turns you to a different site so you have that like certain amount of couple seconds before she looks and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't backtrack because ashley madison's it you don't it doesn't leave a cookie trail really with that panic button it just erases everything Wow, that's fucking fun. Yeah, no shit. Uh, that's crazy. I, I gotta try this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like that. But hey, Frank, yeah. you you gotta do that, but with like a, like a Pizza Hut and shit. Like, no, baby, I'm not ordering pizza. I'm watching the <laughs> Order pizza again. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was cool, but it just got. I was like, eh, I got burned out. It was just like whatever, dude. Like but, burned out, like like literally, like you were exhausted of fucking, yeah. or exhausted of what? Exhausted of fucking. Really. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. It, got, it, it caught on to my girl because it's like, why you don't want to have sex with me and you can't get your dick up, but you're fucking all these, you know, like I was fucking so much girls, but when it comes to her, it's like I couldn't get my dick up because oh, I was shit. I was like already exhausted from fucking like two girls in one day. Oh, no shit. And I was like, well, how am I going to get it up? And there's times like, well, I'll be honest, I'll get a little pill and just God get one of those damn. and be like, get it up quick. Dude, dude, I haven't done I haven't done two girls in one day since the Reagan administration, dude. <laughs> Fuck it. His first term. 
<laughs> I couldn't do that stuff anymore and stuff because like, now we're like I'm 38 now it's like man it's like and now we're like we're getting older it's like oh we gotta take pills Viagra's well with me now I, I've been reading a lot of books and everything and I think I know how to increase a guy's like stamina mm-hmm. like no masturbation you know don't think about sex um, have 85% char- dark chocolate Salary, pineapples, watermelons, bananas, and stuff. Red chili, like chili peppers and stuff. Mm. And, you know, build, you know, with everything and stuff. Um, just take your vitamins. That's it, and then all that stuff. But no Viagra's, Viagra's and stuff. I think to me, when guys take Viagra's, that's cheating. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cheating. Like, well, we can get it up. But like, what happens if you have Viagra's and you go out like, oh wait, you went for six hours and now you only went for ten? What the fuck? Yeah, it's like boxers on steroids. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you don't deserve the KO. <laughs> that that wasn't your orgasm. That was Viagra's <laughs> orgasm. You know? You know what? Uh, Frankie was talking about a uh, one of our podcasts he did. He goes, hey. uh I hated that my wife and I are switching places. You know, you were talking about that. Yeah, you know, you've been married for so long, like your roles change. Like swingers? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> You're switching places, like, no, wait, like, wait, like, keep it in your pants, just make up. <laughs> Yeah, as far as our, our behavior, you know. Okay. Like, we're at, a, at one of those chick flicks, and I'm crying my ass off, and I look at my wife, and she's staring at me, like, dude, pick up your panties, bro, you know? And I'm like, how the fuck did I go from you crying to me crying now? And she's just looking at me like, are you really crying, you know? <laughs> so, like, that, that's the kind of shit, like, like, I'm like, how did we end up here, you know? You know what? Yeah. 20 years, how do we end up here? Yeah, like? after 20 years, you end up switching places. I was, I was laying down in bed, and I was watching TV, and then my wife reaches over, and then I feel her touching me, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I really like this episode of the Big Bang Theory. You know what I mean? <laughs> you start yawning. Oh. You know I look over her, and she tells me this. She goes, hey, ¿se va a hacer la bachaca o qué? <laughs> And then me being a fat ass, I'm thinking about my chaka and eggs and shit. And I'm like, like so <laughs> delicious, you know? <laughs> but you usually about- usually it's me being the fucking, the, the predator, her yeah. being the prey, you know? Literally the prey. She's our fucking... Yeah, and, exactly. and, and, and you said shit changes. Yeah, your roles exactly. change. Exactly. She changes. And, you know, um, well, not just my wife, uh, Frankie's wife as well. They're, they're gym rats. I mean, they're... They, they live in the gym, so I think that adds to it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Where, like, and man, they don't go there and then do the... Like the, the, the sissy aerobics class. They, don't, they go over there and, you know, there's a part of the gym where, like, it almost... The corner that almost looks like a prison. And they're just like... like the serious black, weights? There's, like, the there's like just a bunch of black dudes there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freaking Mandango. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's where they go at, you know? Like, hey, I don't, I'm going to want to go there, baby. I'll, I'll stay over here, you know? I'm good over here. They some serious weights, man. Yeah, yeah. I used to work out all at my speed, like how you guys used to play basketball. I used to play basketball too, like high school. Back, yes. I used to be really, really good, and uh, I messed my ankle in three places, and I have three screws. Damn. And it took me like five years to rehab and everything, and I kind of let myself go because I used to weigh over three hundred pounds. Yeah, so and did I. And like everything. But time. now with my girl now, she's like, you know, Steven, you're making me lazy. It's like, why? You don't want to do this. Like, And she got, one time we got mad, we were walking the beach. And it was like, why you can't keep up? And she, and I was pissed. It's like, you should make it funny. Be like, what the fuck? You lazy as fuck. And, she, and I realized I have three screws. I can't walk like I used to anymore. Because when I stepped, I played basketball. Yes. I stepped on someone's foot oh. and I sprained my ankle. That's the worst. Yeah. But it got worse. When I was kept on running, like, oh, I was hobbling, so whatever, and I jumped up, I did it again, but it broke my ankle in two places. 
and uh, at the, on the same basketball game. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I was walking, and I couldn't, I, I fell down because I couldn't, my balance. And I looked at it, I broke it in three places. So I had three screws, and one of them, they had to open it up because it got healed. And had, now I only have two screws now. Oh, man. And everything. But when I run, I can, I can still feel the nail. Like, it's hitting my bone. But I can rehab, but it's like I used it just to thing. be. You yeah. know, man, the last time I busted my ankle that bad and playing basketball, it turned out into the longest day of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, I, I, I messed up my ankle. Uh-huh. And sh- right, uh, shortly after that, I, uh, I went on to a barbecue, one of my friend's barbecues. Yeah. And then uh, the missus, you know, we were there drinking. She goes, you know what? I'll meet you at home, okay? So she took off. And uh, I got so drunk that my friends took me to TJ. Like, I wake up, and I see the Welcome to Mexico sign. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. They're like, yeah, man, we're, we're taking your TJ, bro. We're kidnapping you. Revolution Street? Uh, all over the place. I man. went to Revolution. I saw, I saw I, you a story on that. Dude, and uh, I'm like, take me home, man. I can't be down here. I'm already married. You know, it was, I mean, I have been married for a short time at that time. So I'm panicking. They're like, don't worry about it, man. You know, and so there I am all night in TJ limping around because my ankle was busted, right? And uh, dude, all night, and then we're coming home, and the five freeway under construction mm-hmm. to throw you into the streets, and people start throwing up out the windows. I mean, it was mad, bro. We had to pull over and host people down at a gas station. Louis, oh, he's man. a highway patrol now. Hose <laughs> 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 them down on the side, and um, and, you know we're lost, and they get me home like at six in the morning. So I jump on, I go, I dive on my couch. Dude, like half an hour later, my wife's like, "Have you been there all night?" Yes, honey, you know, and I hope she's not listening to this podcast, you know. And <laughs> don't worry, I'll send her the link. <laughs> You're an asshole. I got man. your back, Yvonne. I got your back. <laughs> and well, I mean, at that time, I got away with it going, baby, I didn't want to wake you up, you know. I just so I fell asleep here, but all in TJ all night, bro. I mean, it was sick, bro. Oh, Limping everywhere because my ankle was swollen, you know, like what? insane. What was it, like a purple? It was like a, like a big old Nerf ball? Like, like a big ball oh, right on my ankle that oh. it didn't go in my shoe. That big diabetic look, right? Exactly. Oh, like that, I, hope have, I hope you didn't have internal bleeding. All night, bro. You know oh. what? It was so bad. It took a long time, like you said, to rehab it back to like normal, you know? Yeah. But my friends kidnapped me, bro, and I was in TJ all night, like just limping. I went, to, I was in TJ like a long time ago. I went to Revolution and saw like a donkey show with some girl donkey fucking a girl in the ass. Shit. Then I was so drunk. One of my boys, he was talking shit to one of the federales, had an AK-47. He was on the ground handcuffed, like, oh, fuck you. He got the AK. Boom. <laughs> like, hit him in the... F- oh, my Ooh. God. I was like, fuck, I got to get out of here, dude. That's yeah. ugly. I've yeah. been I've been on that. Uh, I don't know if you were there, Chinook. When they're trying to put me in the van and I was hanging on for dear life, you know? Yeah. And somebody gave him some money and he let me go, but they, were, they wanted to take me. We were walking the street drunk is what it was. We're, 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 one of our friends peed on the street and the policeman saw him. So, and he want to take my friend, but since I backed up my friend, he goes, okay, you're going in, fucker. And so I'm hanging on to the van for dear life. He's trying to throw me in the van. And somebody just gave him money and he let me go, man. But How you, much? You know what, though? <laughs> it, it, oh, like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, it, it wasn't that much at that time. You know, yeah, you know what, though? But when you go to TJ, it's, it's hard to, to not get drunk because it's just the opportunity the way it is. You know, one time, well, I know you how, were there. How is it now? Like, is you know, it you calm? Know, you know what it is, is we don't go to the Revolution. That's for the... No, like, the, what, the, what, the what, I know San you're talking Diego about, like, cartels, crowd, you know? but, like, how it is now, okay. is it... We usually, we cross the no, border. it's mellow right now, Yeah, man. we cross the border, it's we go straight mellow. to Rosarito or Ensenada, and it's really mellow because if anyone gets, gets 
scared or anyone gets killed or anything like that, their tourism drops. Their their incomes, everybody fucking loses over there. So when you show up there, you got the guys with the the, the fucking big ass M sixteen, like the, the guys like five two and the guns seven eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, those guys there are there to protect the tourists. To keep us safe so that we keep bringing our tourist dollars because that, that's that's their whole livelihood for a whole city. For the whole Baja. Yeah, man. yeah, for the whole Baja. So it's really mellow, man, you know? Yeah. yeah well, because maybe because of California's legalizing marijuana now, so this is what I hear. I don't know. This it is takes little, away the money, you know? It takes away the money, but that's also right. with the weed and everything. I'm like, what, what, how are we going to make money? So I feel like, I think in a way, cartels are going to like West Africa. And all that was like Spain and all that to distribute their drugs and over yes. there. So I now, like, so. how are we gonna make money? It's like, where if, if America is gonna be legalized money, how are we gonna make money from crank? What speed or what um, cocaine? But you don't see that much people doing cocaine still. I but like marijuana. But marijuana, like to me, I take edibles. Yes. <laughs> for my sleep. Yes. Hey, uh, I talked about one of our podcasts. Uh-huh. I have uh, one of my golf buddies. Yeah. He told me that in the late 70s, 80s, he and his wife would party with cocaine, right? Yeah. So he would tell me, my wife and I would take cocaine and we have sex all night. So he told me that for his 50th birthday. Hey, I heard you do cocaine. Can you get your dick up still? Dude, well, he thought he could. Oh. So he and his wife said, you know, we're going to do cocaine and we're going to have sex all night. So he said they, they did lines. And he passed out, and in the morning he woke up and like, baby, what happened? And she tells him, I passed out too, so I don't know what the Oh, f- yeah. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, so like when you're old, I don't think drugs are for old people, you know? Yeah. yeah no, no. Because no. I heard some people put cocaine in their ass to get their dick up. Shit. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Makes no sense though, you know? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I want to know who the first dude to figure that shit out, you know what I mean? <laughs> Honey, this ain't working out. Let's, let's try the butthole now. Go get $50 worth of coke and let's try it in the ass. Yeah. You know what though, but down in Baja, very, very safe for tourists. I know. Why right? people living over there, huh? Oh, you know what? Uh, down where we go camping down in... Um... The Mission? No, no, no. Puerto no. Nuevo? No, no, no. In Ensenada. Down by going going to La Bufadora, uh, it is called I would think La Hoya. La Hoya, La Hoya camp, campground right there. Okay, I went there. We were there with Danny. We went there a couple times, and you walk out there and you look around and like, well, there's a lot of white boys, you know. I mean, and one of the guys that was there was a retired fireman, and he owned some land there and he just chills there. A lot of people are retiring. A lot of white people. I hear like a lot of people, a lot of Americans are moving to TJ or whatever, but they're they're going back to work in San Diego because the rent's cheaper in TJ. Yeah, I see that. They showed them vice back in the day. They're going back and forth. Like white people or whoever's living in the United States, they're living in TJ. With I don't know how much is the rent, three hundred, two hundred dollars, whatever. But they're going back to even uh, even if people buy, you know, you're paying a five hundred dollar mortgage on a beach house, you know. Or near the beach house. Yeah. So for them, it's worth sitting through through the traffic of the border to come uh, to work over here because you're living. But they have no beef like, with the cartels. They live, live oh, in Baja no. and all that stuff like the, that. You know what? Uh, that maybe um, five, not ten years ago, that was the kind of stuff that happened down there. But then uh, it just faded, man. And then none of that is going on. You know, we we haven't had another. We've issue. been going every year now. Twice for the bike ride, you know, we do the Baja ride. I heard the craft beer brewery scenes in Mexico is blowing up. Oh man, it and is. The art and everything. So it's and like... wine. There's like a wine area, uh, maybe like 40 miles off of east of Rosarito. So that's also another big thing that's happening down there. They're, they're getting into the wine culture, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to save my money up for like maybe in a year or two. I'm trying to save some money, go to Argentina, oh. go to Buenos Aires. But the thing I want to go, my girl doesn't know the history, is the Falkland Islands. 
it's right next to Argentina. Yes. And she's like, why are you so amused with that island? Well, well, you don't know the whole, the Falkland Wars with Argentina and England? Because it's occupied by England. Yes. And the reason why Argentina wanted that island, because there's oil in that island. And so that's where the east meets west right there yes. and it's just like very like ooh, it's passion and they have good steaks good wine everything and it's right there but i want to go there for some reason i don't know or like south africa no argentina's a good uh south africa too it's argentina man i like because i want to go shark diving to the great no, white sharks shit. Oh, no, shit. well no yeah. um you know yeah. what i want to go anywhere where you give them a dollar and they give you back three thousand of their currency you know what i mean I, that oh wherever you, wherever you go and the, the the dollar is mighty you know that's where i want dollar is like a hundred dollars yes yeah, yeah. Well, alfred said uh, australia yes and uh again they have a lot of shark country if you want to go swim with sharks but uh i, I want to look into australia just to go take a look it's crazy. He also suggested Hawaii, but I've been to Hawaii and it's cool. I've been there once. But uh, I think uh, Australia would be a good place to go check out, man. It's big enough to, you know, spend it's, the week. There's a lot of history into that because he was talking about, well, I already knew when he did this research, like, well, they, they sent a lot of prisoners there. From and Europe all that. and all over. But did you know that where Australia is, if you look in the, like, if you look up in the satellite, there's a fat hole. That's where the comet hit. The crater? And, every, and everything's... It, went to ice age like everything exploded yes the whole thing to start over with the whole dinosaurs they got they got extinct yes that's where it hit right there but there's alligators there's stuff like uh indigenous indigenous they don't know it in the, in the world you know yeah indigenous indigenous and all that stuff like that they know how to survive like crazy shit with no water like how yes. do you do it I don't know. I would. I would. I don't know. It's too scary. It's, it's like alligators and shit, dude. Yes. Uh, the the there's a show. Um, I shouldn't be alive. I don't even know they they even show it. Yeah. But I wonder. I remember they got a dude, an Aussie guy mm-hmm. to guide him through the uh, through the Amazon, and it didn't work well, man. You know, <laughs> the there's always an expert that tells you don't do this shit. They said if you ever do anything uh, of this extreme, that I get somebody from that area to guide you through that area. You know. Like the spiders, there's like a whole bunch of poisonous, you can't, or snakes and all that stuff. But like, yeah, man, I'm like, fuck that. I'll stay here. But, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, when's the last time you've, done, you've been on uh, south of the border? 16. Oh, man. Oh, 16, when you were 16? Oh, no shit. Wow. Yeah, that's San Felipe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we went over there and stuff like that. And it was like, yeah, my dad, you know, we went over there for vacation. We're there for like two days and stuff, and I was like, "Fuck that, dude!" I was like, "We're eating the food." Oh, stupid me! I got sick. I was drinking the water from the shower. Oh, oh man. man! I was like, I put a cup. Of, like, my dad's like, "Look at it." He's like, "What?" He's like, "Pour the water." I'm like that looks like squirt soda. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it!" Foggy. I was, I was thirsty. I was like, I drank it like, and he oh, threw up. Oh yeah. It was like so much, and I got got sick, and I was like, I can't do it, man. Yeah. It's like it's. Bad. Yeah, yeah. And nobody drinks the water. Either yeah, no one, no one drinks the water. When water, you go to, water. when you go to, uh, uh, just by thinking about it, everything just came up and came down, dude. <laughs> when you go to hotels, any hotel, they have bottled water in the restaurant for you to brush your teeth. You know, do anything because you, you can't drink the water down there. Well, how come they don't fix the the stuff and everything? Like, you know, government corruption. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you know what? Because it's a good idea. That's why they don't do it. You know, I don't know if you guys watched that Narcos 4, the Mexican cartel, like the Mexico, like how it's very corrupted, how I see things are like, oh my God, it's 
sad. Yeah. You have all this money, but you can't fix the pavements or the roads and this and all that stuff. I was like, well, whatever. Yeah. You know what, though? But that's why these are so cheap over there, you know? You go yeah. down there and it's... Uh, to vacation is nice on there mm-hmm. because... They, they they pamper you, you know. They they, they want for the, the tourists, you know. The the average income of an employee in Mexico, we, we did the math is eighty dollars a week is what I've seen. The average eighty dollars a week. Like wow, that's nuts, man. That have nuts. you guys been to Mexico City? No, I haven't. In eighty nine. Uh, yeah. So you know we uh, uh, uh vacation down there or uh, all over Mexico. We I did a trip through whole Mexico. Well, my mom had to do something with the church, you know, the the giant church, the it's yeah. called the Basilica. Yeah. So we had to, you know, just like a pilgrimage or something. So I had to go do that with my mom. We went to the main church. Damn. I'm, you got to work on your Spanish there, right? Yeah. I do. Yeah. How's, how's your Spanish? Sucks. Like like one to ten. You can use negative numbers if you want. <laughs> negative nine. Negative nine. Damn. I'm like a coconut, like brown on the outside, white in the middle. <laughs> you know, because my, my my girlfriend, Beth, she's like, she used to date a lot of white guys. She's like, you know why I like you? This is white because you're white in the middle. <laughs> it's like you're brown on the outside because I like you because you're white. It's like, well, fuck, dude. It's like I guess it's like, but it's just like it's just I want to go back to school and learn how to speak Spanish. So I want to do that before I die. I had talked to you and um, you were telling me that uh, you do the podcast and you were talking about you have a stutter, a stuttering problem. I, you, I have not seen it at Ooh. all. You know what? Usually when they don't tell you about it, you don't look for it. Mm-hmm. You told me about it and I was kind of like cautious of it. Yeah, I have, I have not one. It have took, you seen that, Frankie? No. It took me about twenty years. Really? I my stuttering started happening when I was nine, all the way till I was maybe almost like thirty three. If it started when you were nine, it must have been a psychological thing, right? I was a stutter, stutter. People used to make fun of me, like do 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 do. Like I would, by my mom, like calm down, calm down. So my mom used to take me to the doctor, and I used to go to speech pedomy, and I used to be pigeon toed. I used to walk pigeon. Like oh. a crooked leg, yeah. and I used to do all that. So I was doing all that, and I was going to the doctor, speech, and everything. And when I knew I was gonna stutter, I would stop myself and I was like, "Do it again." And that's where sometimes I would re- I would uh, repeat. Like if you can hear it right now, I can repeat myself, and I would stop myself and do it over again. And I was like, <sighs> I would breathe and stuff. Yeah. I would be so nervous and everything. Like when I do the podcast, I, for some reason, I get nervous. When I do each episode, I get nervous. So with my girl, she's like, before we do the episode, because she does meditation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, let's do it for 10 minutes. Breathe inside out, whatever. And do it. Because it takes all the stuttering out. You know what? Not one sign of it. I got um, my compadre. Actually, uh, Gabby. Yeah. The bombero girl. Yeah, yeah. Her uh, her uh, ex-husband. ex-husband. Yeah. He had a really bad stuttering problem. Oh, wow. And he never overcame it. But he just learned to uh, cover it and kind of like a crutch, right? So he, he would speak, and he would be speaking, and then when he knew he was in a stutter, he would, he would always cough. <clears throat> and then that would be like his reset, you know? <clears throat> and then he would continue speaking. So he, he found a way to cover it up. Um, one day I had, uh, at my house, I had, uh, I'm a big boxing fan. I always have all the big fights. So my compadre and my comadre, they show up. I got, I got family over the house, and then some people invited people that you know we didn't know. They coming over. We all watched the fight there. Yeah. And my compadre, very happy-go-lucky dude. He fucking talks to everybody. Yeah. You know, says hi to everybody. Good person, you know? Well, one of the guys that was there brought a girl. You know, we didn't know who they were. He brought a girl. 
my compadre says hi to them, and then he compliments her on her tattoos, right? Well, the guy... Uh, Took exception to him. The boyfriend doesn't like that, right? Well, the boyfriend also has a stutter. So, <laughs> they get into an argument, dude. Two guys who stutter start to argue. They start arguing, and I'm like, everybody drop. It's, it's, a, like dri- a, it's a drive-by, you know? Gun, bro, like it's like a machine gun, dude. <laughs> And another guy's, and we're like, what the fuck? Is someone making popcorn in here? Dude, it was hilarious. I have never. Two dudes with a stutter. I'm trying to picture that shit. And and an angry face. And an angry face. We're like, what's going on? He doesn't need a reset. What what the fuck? Like, like, dude, turn off the TV and let's watch this. (laughs) Let's watch this. It was hilarious. And then once they calm down, we're like, hey, man, you guys take it easy. Take it easy. But by the way, that was fucking funny as <laughs> shit, man. Can we do this after the fight, you know? Man, that was, it was you know. I, that's. <laughs> it's fucked up. I'm trying to picture it. Like, like, boom, 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 boom. And their hand gestures are like, like, dude, like, uh, you, you know, at first you wanted to separate them. And then you're just laughing and like, go, go, you know. Keep it going, keep, keep it going, going, bro. I don't want to make fun of it. Sorry, sorry, baby Jesus. I don't want to go to hell, but it's funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> At first, like I said, in the fucking drive-by, you know. Like, no, 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 drive-by. The stutterers are arguing. Oh, okay. Little, little Damn, man. That's horrible, man, but you yeah. just couldn't help it. I used to have a hard time because I used to stutter, but when my girl heard my podcast, she's like, I know how you stutter. She says, why? Because I used to go like this. Like that, mm. you hear that? Like I'm trying to stop myself from stuttering, mm-hmm. so I hear you. If you hear my podcast episode, I might tend to do that from time to time, but I know when to stop. Like okay, like that. It's it's hard. Oh but man, it's hard. But I I I overcome it. But you know, my my oldest son, you know, with when he has autism, he has it really bad. And it's like calm down, talk to me again. It's like okay, Dad, can we get this? Because he doesn't say full sentences. He says little sentences here. Mm-hmm. So his mind's like, you know. But he, he's one of those mild uh, kids with autism. But he knows you just have to give him stuff to do. Like, like stuff to, like, if you mess up his task, he'll go ballistic. Like, you know, like, he'll go crazy. So I give him stuff to do, like memos. Like, okay, Monday, this is what we do. Tuesday, this is what we do. He likes stuff like strategy. Structure. Like structure and, and yeah. scheduling. Oh, okay. nice. Like that, so I keep him like that, cause he's gonna be with me forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's good. Honestly, oh, that's good. Your your um, current old is cool with the whole situation. Um, we're cool now and stuff. We're mutual. I mean, shout outs to all the men's, uh, to the to the fathers who are getting child support. Because you know? <laughs> that's one in a million. Hey, you know what? I, I I guarantee you, they're at the child support office, and the people who process checks are like, "Hey, there's a guy's name on the child support check. What oh, the hell? What the they're hell? Like, is this a lesbian? No, no, it's it's an actual guy who wants custody, and he's receiving child. Oh my God, let's just frame hey, this one. Hey, huh? hey, point for the guys, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Laminate that check. We're never going to see one in a while. We'll frame it. Yeah. You know what? They probably take him to the house, like those big lottery checks. You know. <laughs> Those big fuckers. <laughs> he goes, here's your, here's your, we'll be back in one month, sir. Oh, man. Because <laughs> it doesn't happen often, right? Rare. Yeah. That's like one in a fucking <laughs> 20 years. Yeah. yeah. He's like, wait, wait, you have the kids by yourself. It's like, yeah. It's like, well, wait. And, they, and one time they did an investigation. It's like, the kid, they, they, it was like, your kid shouldn't be with you. They should be with the mom. Mm-hmm. But like, but they, they interviewed her. It's like, the mother doesn't want them. She's like, hey, I always tell them, spend time with your kids. No, I'll give you more money. Well, fuck, bitch. Give me the more money. Yeah. So I have the kids ever since. But I don't, I don't, 
see that as money. I just like, oh, whatever. But I just, I love my kids, you know, because now that I want to break that cycle. Because what happened is with my dad, my dad's, his dad, well, before his dad, his dad had him when he was 80 or 70. So there, he didn't show no love to my dad's grandpa. So my grandpa showed no love to his, mm. my dad. And my dad didn't show love to me. So I want to break that cycle. So I want to show love and everything to my boys. So my boys, when they grow up, can show love to their kids. That, that's a sign of progress right there. You know, yeah. I always tell my kids, the... You should always be better than the generation before you. Because yes. if you're not, that's that's that that just shows failure right there. But they're very, my kids are very independent. Are they? Oh yeah. 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 So that's good. So, so you know, you're better than your father, and your kids are going to be better than you, and that's the whole point. You know, you evolving, you're, yeah. you're you're growing. I think that's that's, that's being that's, a good parent. You know. Yeah, exactly. If you die, you know, you die, and your kids are like, they did better than me. I'm good to go, man. You know, I'm yeah. good to go. That was a smile, bro. That's yeah. why I do what like my girl is like. What are you doing? Like I'm so thinking so much. It's like. Financial, 401k, life insurance, this, this, this. I have like 30 envelopes of like money. Mm. But I want to have everything secure. Like, she's like, you think too much. It's like, baby, I'm thinking 10 years ahead. It's like, you're an idiot. It's like, no, I'm thinking ahead because I'm smart. Because Responsible, bro. Responsible father. I'm learning that late. Right. I should have learned that when I was 21. But I just like, whatever. My mom didn't teach me right. So I'm learning now. So if I wouldn't know, when knowing what I know now, if I was to go back, I wouldn't have been accredited. I would have hella money saved up, but I can't say that because I have kids. So it's like saying, if I go back, then I regret having kids. So I love my kids. Yes. I'm a family guy. And my girl, like I'm having a baby. She's like, what are we going to do? It's like, we're going to make it. It's like it's another kid is good, you know. I have four kids now. I'm gonna have four kids now, but father of the year. <laughs> I love my kids. You know what though? Uh, you say what? How? What are we gonna do now? When the kid comes out, he's gonna give you the energy, the reason to do it. And all of a sudden, like, hey, I know what I'm gonna do. I gotta do what I gotta do to make this happen. So they give you the reason. You know, you're out there at night or working your late hours. Because of that, you know, so like to me, like I have an idea. It's like if this baby is like she's two months, so I have what six months to go, six or seven months to go. I'm already saving up money. I'm already doing this. I'm doing that. And to me, I have a game plan. People who don't have a game plan, you're fucked. I have a game plan because I've been thinking about. It. Okay, this is what I'm gonna do, 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 do. Don't worry about it. You rest, you sleep. Let me. I like to be. I like to be the. I like to be the breadwinner. Like, yes. I like I like to, I like to be respected. Yeah, you know when you plan, everything always falls into place. Yes. So I don't know. Uh, I hate to be a person who doesn't plan because because oh. it's it's stressful enough as it is. You can imagine if you don't plan and shit happens. Like what what the hell? What do you do, right? Fuck. So planning is, planning is nothing better than when things keeps happening, but everything just keeps falling in line. You know. And you like got it covered, you know? Cool, you know? Uh, Pulling the gang, bro. And this whole time I thought you were Mexican. I know. I know. Mexican. You know how far I planned ahead? I, I write it on the fucking uh, uh, the Mexican calendar, the panaderia calendars on the fucking wall. That's well, <laughs> as far as I go. You, you well, you know, well, you know what? Uh, I, I know I'm dark, I'm Mexican, <laughs> but my credit score will say otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, you know, you just got to plan for stuff. Yeah. But, like, to me, like, I just want to say I enjoy having you guys on my podcast and everything. And, you know, like, I'm a huge big fan. And um, 
I like what your podcast is going through right now. It's awesome. I fucking love it, man. We, we, love we, it. we appreciate all the feedback. And you know what? Um, we're going to keep on doing this because for me, you know, for me, this is easier than what I used to do on Fridays. Fridays was my drinking night. I go out and fucking, oh, man, I put them away on Fridays. Now that we schedule this on Fridays, yes. I stay home and, you know, I drink what? 10, 12 beers, you know, that's a, that's a, that's an easy Friday for me, you know, as opposed to what I used to do. So yeah, I can do this for the rest of my life. Frankie, how's the, uh, you know what, uh, I love, uh, I'm those guys, uh, my happy place is being ultra busy, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, work, kids, I golf a lot. Podcast just adds to that. And it just... I'll tell you a good story about golfing. I did golfing one time with my dad and we went to Long Beach and I was golfing when I saw this person. I suck at golfing. And when I golfed, you know, we were doing long ranges, like, you know, golfing, hitting, hitting, hitting. I fucked up and hit the person next to me. (laughs) When I hit the ball, I hit it, I hit it, but it spinned and it hit the guy hard and he knocked himself out. I'm like, and the guy looked at me, he went like five places down further. It's like, fuck this. (laughs) I was like, fuck, because my dad, he does hits him with long range. I was like, it's this hard. I thought like, oh, this is easy. I was hitting, you know, hitting it. It's all, me, it's all mechanics. And one time, this old man, you know, when you play with a bomber, it makes it tough. You know, the guys that hit it really far. Mm-hmm. So the, it seems like the harder I try to hit it, the worse it was getting. So this old man that was in the same group, he told me, son, this is not a sausage swinging contest. Just put the ball in play, <laughs> you know. Oh, and it's a lesson yeah. in life. Like, like just, just put it in play, you know. Yeah, I love, I love golf. And, and set it up, you know. I need to go back and do golf, but my dad does golf every day. For me, it's R and R, bro. Like, you yeah. know, rest and relaxation. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I see people who play golf five, six o'clock in the morning. That's me. <laughs> and like in the rain or in the cold, like fuck that. It just, it just adds to the, to the decision making of your shots, you know. Yeah, Windy, like rain, cold, like it, the it does different things to the ball, you know. One day I'll go golfing you, with you. You guys. just extended the podcast like <laughs> eighty minutes, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. It's, hey, hey, sorry, man, but you know. Hey, the flow's good. I like, I like it. It's like you know, like to me, it's like, like I can go on for three hours, but it's okay because we got your podcast to do. No. I'm like, hey, I got time. I got nothing to do. I got tomorrow off. All right, all right. <laughs> and the fucking Rams are gonna win. The Rams, bro. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, All right. Well, we'll we'll see. But like I told everybody else, you got fifty dollars to spare. I I do. You did. Just yeah. Yeah. Well, Mega Man, thank you for having us on your podcast. Appreciate uh, you, bro. Hey, man. man. You know what? That was one of the easiest podcasts we ever did. It just that thing flowed in. Yeah. Everything. You guys want to put any plugs in? Uh, you know what? Um, hey, can we? Can we give a, a shout out to Mega Man while we're on the Mega Man podcast? That'll <laughs> <laughs> hey, be done then, huh, man? No, like yeah. anyone. Like, hey, uh, if anyone's listening to the podcast, follow the podcast. No father, no problem. You're going to love it. It's very, very underrated with Frank and Chinook, man. You guys follow the podcast. You can see it everywhere. Um, you can follow them on Anchor. Also with us, because we have we both have Anchor, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Podcasts, Castbox, uh, Stitchers, you know, uh, Radio Public, and everything. And um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And Mega Man, Frank, and Chinook is out. Later, right, guys. Thanks, Peace. Later. <laughs>